episode 70 Is it 79? 79 79 79 We almost in the 80s Episode 79 Real Church Matters I'm Forrest Hall I'm here with Philip Hall And like I said We are Real Church Matters But we talk Real Church Matters Because Real Church Matters Real Church Matters How you doing Phil? I'm doing good this week I'm, I'm, I'm more alive this Yeah So I to redeem myself <laughs> A little backstory Like um, Philip was working And uh, some of the fumes Had kind of overwhelmed him And so I didn't know that So while we were talking I'm, I'm looking over at him And he's kind of nodding off And I'm like Man this must be a boring episode <laughs> um, But in all actuality it wasn't It was actually very powerful um, And we, we reached a, a new record for listens this week So, you know, I'm excited Welcome That's big, that's to big each, each and every person that's new to us That's just listening Welcome to those people who are now going back and Listening to the other episodes I think that's crazy um, Just to get you familiar uh, Real Church Matters can be found on iTunes uh, The podcast app You'd be found on SoundCloud Even if you just Google us You'll find a way to get to the episodes Also on realchurchmatters.com Please by all means Share it with other people Continue to listen Like I'm just getting very excited about The possibilities of getting the word To as many people as as we can Whenever I even am reading the word Or having discussions I'm constantly thinking about Man that would be perfect to share with more people yeah. You know what I'm saying Some conversations You'd be like Yo it's just us two in here mm-hmm. It's like Nah we, This this need to be shared In another way On another platform So I love the podcast And what I'm able to share um, Even when people disagree You know what I mean Like I just feel like um, I'm just trying to uh, Stir the pot Yeah Just you know You know what I mean Just stir the pot a little bit Cause I think Christians Are very stale In, in their thinking uh, If it worked for their daddy they like it Then it worked for me I don't want to put No thought into it I just want to do it Right So I'm, I'm here to kind of Turn the tables over Like Jesus did Um What else If you would like to Support us monetarily It helps immensely We appreciate each And every person That's doing so You can go to Patreon P-A-T-R-E-O-N Dot com Forward slash Real church matters Give anything Give a dollar Give anything more than that And uh We'll return the favor and get you a nice t-shirt And uh, a thank you For um, just supporting us in some way It helps us to just continue to build this thing out And uh, get it to more ears Get it to more people But with that being said I'm going to jump on into episode 79 We're going to uh, talk about God's design God's design So there was this this article And I want to make sure I get her name right um, And give her the due That she deserves for writing Such a cool article uh, Let's see here Where are we at? Okay So um, her name She's an artist Her name is Jackie Hill Perry And uh, I, I've been familiar with her music and, and her poetry I think I saw her a, a few times on YouTube Listened to her most recent album I found it to uh to be interesting But somebody sent me this article That she did uh, I think it is basically containing Excerpts or adapted From the book that she wrote Called Gay Girl 
good God, the story of who I was and who God has always been. And so I was reading this article and she referenced to a specific uh, scripture in Romans chapter one, verse 26 through 27. And in that scripture, uh, in her in her excerpt of her article, she said, I'd heard more times than I cared to count that what seemed to me a natural enough expression of love was in fact unnatural and flat out abominable. And she was referencing to Romans chapter one, verse 26 and 27, that says that is why God abandoned them to their shameful desires. Even the women turned against the natural way to have sex. And I'm reading in a uh, new living translation and instead indulged in sex with each other. And the men, instead of having normal sex or natural uh, affections with one another, uh, with women, uh, burned with lust for each other. Men did shameful things with other men, and as a result of this sin, they suffered within themselves the penalty they deserved. And so when I look at this and and what she was sharing, I was like, man, like, I think that people, they, they don't understand the deepness of that context. Right. I think they only understand it from the perspective that this young woman is, uh, Sharing and her journey away from being a homosexual or a lesbian, however you want to call it, she understood a truth. But this truth is not just for homosexuals or lesbians or the LBGTQ community. Yeah. It is for each and every person. And what is that? It's something God designed. He designed a specific way. Right. And if it moves against his design, it is flat out abominable, as she said. I think that's the biggest uh, rebuttal with with uh, the LGBT community, which is always like, you know, we doing this, but what y'all doing? Like, <laughs> and, and it's a constant, you know, war with that. But the, I like to move the focus back to, are we pleasing God? I'm talking about both sides, all sides, L, B, G, T, A, B, C, D, E, F, G, like whatever, yeah. like every everybody, like no matter what the color, race, or whatever the gender is, that we, are we pleasing God? What we doing? And uh, take it a step further. Yeah. And so are we, do, are we within his design? Are we in his will? So let's start with the natural design. The reason why we uh, can be unanimous as a church in most cases in our understanding that homosexuality is wrong is because it goes against what we deem to be the natural use. Right. Not just because it says in the scripture, but because it's very easy for us at least to conceptualize in our eyes because there's an Audi and there's an any. Those two things go together. And it's is naturally not what we 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 like. If if we're in disagreement with it, it normally because it ain't our thing, right? <laughs> that that too, but but it, it becomes this thing where we can see God's design, yeah, His natural design. We can see He made man, and He made woman, and we can see how they fit together. And not only that, we can see how they fit together and have a usefulness. So we see that sex isn't just sex it also is this means in which we create and so when a man and a woman come together they also can create something 
Do you know what I'm saying? So you see the natural creation of this. And we can look at that and see God's design. Right. And so we can say that this is not the natural use. This is not God's intention. Everybody keeps talking about God's intention. So let's take it a step further. Yeah. What is God's intention for you? Not just you as a physical person, mm-hmm. but what is God's intention for you as a whole person? Yeah. Something else she shared in this uh, article where she said, God ain't just come to make me straight. That's not the way he works. He came to save and heal my whole heart. It just happens that, that there's a part of it that it, it deals with this. Yeah. Now, I'm trying to figure out why she, as a lesbian, is, has a better perspective on what God's intention is than heterosexual people. Because Christians, they're, they're not focused on that. They're not focused on the fact that God is coming to save their whole heart. No. Because we miss the intention. Got to understand, the intention of God started off physical, but it is not going to end physical. The natural intention of God started off physical, but it's not going to end physical. Right. So why are we only concerned with one side of who we are and God's intention on one side of who we Um. are? Men should be men. Yeah, but men should also be men of God. They should also be spiritual men. Why is it not an uproar? Why is it the minute this man walks out of the natural understanding of a physical representation of a man? Why is it that we are upset? But then when he walks out of the spiritual representation of a man, we're not so upset. Right. I got scripture to go with that. Then we're going to dig in. Uh, where are we at? Oh, 1 Corinthians chapter 15, 44 through 46 says it is sown a natural body. It is created a natural body. It is raised a spiritual body. He says there is a natural body. Then there is a spiritual body. Everybody want to tell homosexuals what to do with the natural body in the intended use of the natural body. I want to know where's everybody at when it comes to the spiritual body. Is it's something that they're not focused on, like they're not focused on at all. It's a conversation that I actually had with my wife this morning. We was talking about um, a mer- like married couples and mm-hmm. and how that's a body. Yeah, so that's a body. That's a spiritual body. Spiritual body. So the one context, not to cut you off, but the one context. There's a natural part of it. There's two people come together and naturally we will look at that and say it's marriage. Yeah. But that is not the sanctity of marriage. Right. So go ahead. And that's what we was talking about. We was talking about uh, just like, man, some some people need to treat their spouses right because, you know, like one of the most humbling things is just to know that, you know, there's people out there that that value who your spouse is, whatever the case is. And, one of the things I was sharing with her, I said, you know, I don't think you can ever compare. I said, you can't really compare uh, spouses or, or compare like human beings because the sp- spirit isn't identical to anything. I said, the one of the greatest things you can do is like really recognize the spiritual part of who who you with 
and see the, the the spiritual side of it and and begin to look at those qualities and it catapults us in talking about like spiritually are we where we need to be in God are we able to say that if I lose my legs yeah. am I that same person to God because look at this every the minute y'all the physical representation of marriage split we like hey this ain't right guys yeah but just because they're physically apart doesn't mean they all that at one point they were spiritually together that's big you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like we we see something a certain way. Is let me put it this way: as long as it's a man and a woman together, we don't even care half the time if they're operating in the spirit. Just as long as with my eyes I can see that you are the natural reflection of God's design. I don't even care if you're the, the spiritual reflection of God's design. Just as long as you satiate. My idea of what the natural reflection of it is Something she said in this thing She said God cared about who I loved And how I loved them He wanted to deal with that All we concerned with is who And never how And why is that how never up for debate As long as it's a man and a woman Do you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. this is the reality is Is that we Let me put it this way I wanted to ask this question on social media Then I realized it needed context So we have this thing of Marriage licenses Right <laughs> What does a marriage license give Two people license to do? Nothing <laughs> Nothing Nothing Same way you could learn how to drive And not have a driver's license Right What's stopping you from getting in a car and driving? Nothing. Nothing. How will you get in trouble? Driving the wrong way. You will get in trouble if you get pulled over yeah. by the government, the, yeah. the, the entity that governs, and they see you don't have a license as much as you know how to drive and have the ability to. Mm -hmm. they, they will tell you you are not able to drive because you are not recognized. In the state of... In the state of whatever as being that thing. In their eyes, they're saying, in your eyes, you can drive. In your mama's eyes, you can drive. In the person that handed you this car, you can drive. But in the eyes of the state, the governing force, you can't drive. Right. We don't understand. A marriage license just allows the governing state to say, we recognize you as married. But that license doesn't mean that God recognizes you wow. as married. That, that doesn't mean that. People say that. They say, this marriage is before God. Is it before God? Because some people put that person before God. And mm -hmm. so it's before God in a whole different what? way. And, and at that point, it's not the design. It's not the design. And so while you have a marriage license, you do not have license to marry this person. Think about it. Who gives us license when we talk about rape? Let's talk about rape for a sec. The physical representation is to say that this man imposed himself on a woman against her will. Yeah. Oh, goodness gracious. Goodness gracious. But that's the natural understanding of rape. Right. What does it mean when a man imposes himself on a woman, not against her will, but against God's? 
Wow. She down, but God not. <laughs> Do you understand what we're dealing with? Yeah. We are dealing with a situation where no one cares about the totality of God's intention. Yeah, his will, his, like his everything. His will, his purpose, his intention, his desires, his thoughts. You care about his thoughts towards you because you don't even look towards him before you do something yeah. to get his thoughts. Yeah, it's a relationship type of thing. A lot of people... They, they, you can't ignore the relationship, but use use the name. It's like, like wanting access into to a, uh, I mean, the White House or something like that. I don't want to use the White House, but some some great venue because you know the person in there, but you don't really have a relationship. I, like it's it's the same exact thing. We walk around, we say God said this, God said that, and he's yeah. looking like. Man, it's funny that you know what I said, but you haven't talked to me in weeks. You haven't. Have, the, the intention is gone. Let's <laughs> yeah. take it a step further. I just said there's a, there's a natural rape and there's a spiritual rape. There is natural sex. This is what we're concerned about with homosexuals. They having sex wrong. That's not the way we're supposed to have sex. But then there's a whole spiritual sex where Jesus said, when a man looks upon a wife in lust, he's already committed adultery in his heart. heart. Yeah. Whoa, what are you talking about, guy? I'm telling you, why y'all fighting about what's, a, what's the natural way of having sex and what's the unnatural way? Jesus is here telling you as a spiritual representation, I'm telling you what's natural and what's unnatural in the supernatural. Right. I'm telling you that you can look upon a woman in lust and you've committed sex having never touched her. He's letting you know there's a whole thing here. There's a natural thing and there's a spiritual thing. He said, you were sown in a natural body. I created you, born and shaped in iniquity. He said, but you, when this is done, my intention is to raise you as a spiritual body. Right. He said, there's a natural body and there's a spiritual one. 45 of 1 Corinthians 15, verse 45 says, and so it is written, the first man, Adam, was made a living soul. The last Adam was made a quickening spirit. Everybody's concerned about God's design for the first Adam. Yeah. No one's concerned with God's design for the last one. Right. We are okay with people as long as they look like the first Adam. Yeah. We don't care whether they look like the last. At all. Who's the last Adam, Phil? Us. Jesus. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Jesus. No, no, it's fine because it's we're supposed to look like, like him. him. Yeah. We're, we, the last Adam was made a quickening spirit. Mm -hmm. The last Adam was this creation that came to redeem us from the first Adam. The first Adam messed it all up. Yeah, he definitely did. So while we fighting about what the, the first Adam's intention was, understand he broke God's intention. Yeah. So what you see as intended is not as intended as you think without the spirit. This is this is I'm I mean this has just been playing with my head all night, fish. Yeah, now nah, when, when we talked some, about it last some... night, I mean I thought about it <laughs> a, a lot and. You know, it had me me going because a lot of times we we so focused on 
how to marry our our will with God's will and our intentions with God's intentions that we we just deny the whole design that he laid out like it's not a, a mystery we're only concerned really though with God's design naturally yeah not spiritually not spiritually there's people who are fornicating right now who like we got to do this right so let's get married you're concerned with the natural look of right you're not concerned with the spiritual look of right because the spiritual look of right doesn't matter who you marry matters if you are his wife you know what I'm saying this is what's being missing it's, it's, the function is off Yeah it's way off <laughs> The function is off That's why we can Put such energy And focus on Lesbians And homosexuals Because they go against The natural But who's upset about us Going against the spiritual Only God Only God right now not, I can't even say the people, church is People not weighing it no more <laughs> Yeah You know what I'm saying you, you you marry somebody And you never even ask yourself it, it, Is my heart The true intention of God Even in marrying this woman Is my heart the true intention of God Even in getting this job Is my heart the true intention of God People say God told them to do all types of stuff Yeah and then all of a sudden they go through it and they renege on it and nobody ever call them on it. Yeah, because that's the that's the biggest thing. When, whenever I hear people say God said whatever, I I have nothing to say. People are like, so what you think? I'm like, why are you taking this? This is the natural intention. If I looked at you and said, yeah, you know, God put on my heart that uh, that I'm gay. Well, well, I look. You look at me and be like, "Bro, it's no way." Yeah. No, Philip, you gotta understand. He put this on my heart. There's no way. How do you know what God told me? Because what He told you for us ain't reflected in His Word. And we'll get adamant. We'll yeah. get big mad. Do you understand? Yeah. How come it's not like that in the spiritual way? Yeah. How come we don't challenge people? How come we don't we not asking them? Yeah. What in the world are they doing? And why are they doing it? Cause it makes us comfortable. I mean, to have to challenge people like that, it 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 will imprison us into something that we don't believe. Not everybody believes this this Christian thing beyond its comfort. Like it's comforting in saying, you know, God wants us to to be be blessed and have hope and stuff like that, but it's not comforting comforting in knowing that all he cares about is our soul, nothing else. Like and he cares about <laughs> completing. Here's the thing, because you're right, and just to put it in this context, he cares about completing his work, which began in the natural, but is supposed to end in, in the spiritual. Spirit. It is. He says in verse 46, how be it that was not first, which is spiritual, but that which is natural and afterward that which is natural. Before we was worried about sex and the physical way. Now, as a man of God, I'm worried about lust yeah. and honoring God, not just with my body, but in my mind. And making sure that my engagements with people, men and women, young and old, 
reflect the intentions of his spirit and not my flesh. Everything, everybody wants to take everything at face value. Yeah. They want to take it as a natural way. Don't this look right? This is a man and a woman. Don't we look perfect together? Yeah. My eyes are only going to deem its perfection or not based on what? Based on if it looks naturally normal. Right. There's people who disown you. Yeah. They, they'll disown you based upon, like, I've, I've, Known like some some homosexuals and they're like man you know my family my dad won't even talk to me or yeah. and I'm like but perfectly fine I've I've but I've always seen on the flip side where you know the son or whatever lose their virginity and it's like a almost a high five from the dad to the, to the son like oh man you know man that's you don't do that but yeah well. How was it like? It's it's these weird moral moral things that don't even exist in God's word that we have adapted and we're fine with accepting as believers. But it, God's word is cut and dry; it's black and white. Yeah, it's funny because we know gays are wrong because we could clearly see it breaks what visually can be seen in God's design for fleshly bodies. But what is God's design for the spirit? Going against the spiritual nature of God's design is just as abominable as going against the physical nature God designed. Yeah, you married Philip. Mm-hmm. But if y'all are just a physical union and not a spiritual one, it's abominable. Right. Yeah, you with a man or a woman, heterosexual Christians out there. But if you're born with that person, it's not reflected of God's love and his intention for love in the spirit, then it's off. You got tons of people who say people are man of God, women of God, and they engaging with each other physically in the right way. They ain't touching each other, mm-hmm. but then they are. Yeah. That's what Jesus was talking about. He was like, yeah, y'all, y'all not bunned up, but you are. Yeah. He said, "Yeah, y'all not fornicating, but you are. Yeah, y'all not y'all not y'all not operating in the, what people can physically see as inappropriate, but yet you are. And we wonder why people engage with us in these ways and be like, I'm not even down like that, yeah, but you are. Right? Because you're not operating in the spiritual design. The spiritual design. I I'm trying to underscore this by using uh, this, this young woman's article because that passion that we have against homosexuality, it's time to get passionate about everything about it all. We need to keep the same energy because if let's take it a step further, like if she was physically disabled, she was in a car accident tomorrow and deemed paralyzed, but still had the the mental of being a lesbian. People would be fine with the fact that she's not able to physically have, you know, engage, <laughs> engage, d- d- and they would even classify like, oh, just don't say it no more because <laughs> it makes us feel fine. Like, yeah. Yeah, don't say it no more because there's no reason to declare something that you know you can't physically do. Yeah, but in her heart, she's she she knows you know she's sending all through there, <laughs> and a lot of people are fine with that. Us church people are fine with that. Yeah. 
And that's why it was beautiful about her, the way she she wrote this out, this article out. And, and I'm definitely going to take an opportunity to read the book um, because she emphasizes, even in this brief article, the, the totality of the matter has less to do with the physical engagements and more to do with the heart and the fact that it has not engaged with God's word in a true way. Bro, it's the biggest it's the biggest virus with uh musicians in church is what we we go through. I know a lot of musician uh friends who've left this earth like, you know, who've taken their life and 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 you know, all the while people looking and seeing deeming certain things okay based upon their morals instead yeah. of understanding that you know it, it don't matter how much I play it don't matter how much I'm doing this outwardly physically spiritually the the body of Christ should be more aware just as like because we can't say we're the body of Christ we can't say we're people of God and we're focusing on the to, the, the, the very thing that God we, doesn't we're only focusing on the natural and so people give us a they they get hip to it and they give us a natural representation of Christianity Absolutely, we have all played that. We, we yeah. yeah, we evolve. You get what I'm saying? Nobody does the same thing, and they don't want to do. It. I don't want to mess up my money. Yeah, do you get what I'm saying? For the for the musician, I don't want to mess up my reputation for the musician or for the the regular Christian. I'm I'm going to learn how to circumvent your vigilance because your vigilance is only looking to a part of me. Not the whole of me Even a step further Like us Christians Who date outside of Christianity And you know You meet your Significant other And you're like man You know You come around My family You come around church You, you give them A whole list of do's and don'ts yeah. Right there It's not really A list of do's and don'ts We want them to act like They're the people of God But not really The people of God We want them to play a part yeah. So they can be accepted In our clique because we're, we're definitely looking at Christianity at this point as a, a point of, you know, this is my spouse and this is a person I'm interested in. Hey, look, when you come around, you don't use the bathroom in church. You do this. Shake your hand. Don't talk about the fact you drink. Don't talk. Don't say yeah. you do this. Don't. Hey, hey, don't talk about the fact you're unemployed. <laughs> like we give them a whole list of things to yeah. fit into our yeah. diet, like our, our box. So of, even with singles. Married couples or people in relationships, they come to church and they want to know what's the natural way to play this out. Yeah, but they're not realizing. You nobody's asking what's the spiritual way to play this out. They, you know, what I'm saying like people say like, no, we are because we we want the pastor to counsel us, or we are because we we keep our conversations to this or that. But you don't understand like that's still the natural. You trying to create something spiritual in the natural, but it's never dealing with the spiritual in a sense of what is God's intention? What we doing is I intend to do something. How can I get God in on the deal? I intend, I, I looked at this woman. She's beautiful. I intend for, I know my intentions, but I also know God and I want to try to, you know, come to a truce here. We're not still, we're not looking and saying, yo, is your intentions this woman? Because I don't want to commit rape in that way. Yeah. She's down, but God's not. And since she belonged to God, 
What are you doing? Yeah. Do you get what I'm saying? Like people will literally go and ask for a woman's hand in marriage from their father, but not their heavenly father. Right. That's wild to me. Nah, it really is. Like it's almost it's it's just weird. Like we're we're not really interested in being spiritual people. That's where we get confused and we get frustrated and say, church is not that deep. None of this is as deep as people say. You want to know why it's not? Because we start to see we're moving in a natural way. Yeah. We're trying to chase a natural design. We're not chasing a spiritual design. We are still caught up in the first Adam's mentality and not in the second one. Yes. Not in the last Adam. At all. At all. I'm still trying to make sure I do this physical thing right in the eyes of God instead of doing this spiritual thing right in the eyes of God. In everything, I'm going to stick to relationships and stuff because this is, I think this is our biggest engagement, not just romantically, but even with people. Like we do not embody love. No, we don't. We just try to use our bodies to love. Yeah. That's a difference. There's a difference. There's a difference. Adam is only a symbol now. The first Adam is only a symbol of what we are. Yeah. But the last Adam, he embodies who we should be. Right. He is the embodiment of what we should be. And we can't focus on one we can't attribute. Focus on that. Just one attribute that he wasn't. And, and and deem it okay for all the rest of the things. Yeah, yeah, he wasn't a homosexual, but he definitely wasn't a liar either. <laughs> he wasn't. He wasn't stealing. He wasn't. It's just certain things that we harp on and we love us as Christians. And, and I've been guilty of it. I, I've been like, oh, oh, wait a minute, what you just doing, church? See, see, let me flip it this way. It says the the sexual because um, I've been looking up a lot about sex in the Bible. Jesus after dark because um, I'm trying to get understanding because I got people to teach who are um, are battling with uh, the right way to do these things, the right way to engage. I want to challenge myself and my understanding, my thinking. What I realize is that the Bible uh, shows when two, when a man and a woman has sex, they show it as he knew her. So whenever you read it and it says he knew her, we know they had sex. Yeah. So I found it interesting that it said, and Jesus knew no sin. Because what we are caught up in is doing sin. Right. We don't understand it. It's not about doing it. It's about knowing it. Right. What does that mean? That means that I have engaged my all physical and spiritual to become one with this thing that produces something. He said sin when it's conceived produces what? Death. It takes two to tangle. So who is sin with? Right. You. You. He said, oh, this Jesus. It's not that he did no sin, but he knew no sin. Yeah. There's a ton of people who, like me, we ain't do a lot of sin, but we knew a lot of sin. Yeah. How? Because we engaged with these things having never touched them. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> through desires, through emotions, through thoughts. 
I was my mind was bombarded, even though my body wasn't. We don't think somebody has an addiction until their body's inundated with the addiction. Right. As soon as we see track marks all over their arms, now we cry. As soon as we see the woman with three kids by three different fathers, we cry. Yeah. As soon as we see the person out on the street, we cry. This person been destitute before they ever was destitute. This, that woman has been used and abused before she ever was used and abused. Yeah. That man was sick on drugs before he ever had the signs of injecting himself with drugs because there was something in him before he ever put anything in him. In him. And we say, this, this is the consensus in the church, Phil. You want us to judge people based on something we can't see. No, I don't want you to judge them at all. I want you to care for them in the whole way. If I care for you in the whole way, I'm challenging you to pay attention to the whole you. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Like people could so caught up in, oh, so you telling us we need to focus on what they're doing, not just in physically. No, I'm telling you to help them Understand they are a whole person and the intention of God to sit with the same passion and vigor that you you run up on these homosexuals. We don't have that energy for regular people. And when I say regular, this, I'm not talking about like you better. I'm talking about regular in the confounds of morality, in the confounds of social norms, which are changing, but not in the church. And even though we see little outliers, it's not as common as you would think. Yeah. The majority of church is still not down with homosexuality. So it, it's the, the same energy that we have against that. Think about it. The same energy y'all have when y'all find out that these Catholic priests are touching little boys or even little girls. When y'all find that out, the same energy you have you have to have towards encouraging people to honor God in their spirit. Proactive. <laughs> How can you be proactive if you're not active in the spirit matters? That's what I'm saying. Yeah. You don't know who want to touch a little boy. Yeah. And here's the thing, Phil. We don't care as long as they don't touch them. Yeah. We don't know who want to rape somebody. Guess what, Phil? We don't care as long as they don't rape them. Yeah. One one of the uh, one of the movies I love is Minority Report because it, it it was locking people up based upon what they was gonna do, like their intentions that they didn't even know. Sometimes they're like, "Man, listen, I'm just chilling," and then all of a sudden the police break in. Like, look, this the, this how the language is wild though, Phil. We say it's based on what they're gonna do because they didn't do it physically. Yeah. But since they committed it in their heart, it's, according to God's intentions and design, it's as good as done. So while it was a moral dilemma for them, God probably was looking like, y'all just playing God. Yeah. It's not that you're wrong. It's just you don't get to play God. Right. Because if it's done in the heart, it's as good as done. Yeah, it definitely is good as done. Do, do y'all understand that in podcast world? Like, do y'all understand that if it's done in the heart, it's as good as done? Yes. Like, take it from a, a man that's a virgin and has played out many a scenarios in my mind. Yeah. It's as good as done. Can I even call myself a virgin? No, because it's, it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's like. Because <laughs> what, what are we talking about the purity of? 
Because it's, it's not pure, it's not pure anymore. The, the part that matters the most is not ha, is not untouched. Yeah, the, that part. <laughs> that the part, part is touched. Yeah, the part the part that stays here, we more worried about. But the part that got to come back to him, my Peter Weeder, ain't nobody touch it. It's, it's staying here. God don't want it. It's staying. He don't want it either. He's just staying. Here. He's going to examine not that. He's not here to examine that. He said, leave that there. Leave I'm that there. To. The part that I'm here to examine is the part that has been touched. Yeah. And it's been touched a lot. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It, it, we, even this idea of virginity. Yeah. It's just old. Yeah, it's, 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 it's old. It's old. It's first Adam stuff. Y'all checking Hymens. Yeah. It's first Adam stuff. Yeah. The, nobody's actually guarding the gates of hearts. We're just guarding the gates of vaginas. Yeah. It's always first Adam stuff. We ain't even on the second Adam stuff. We're not on the last Adam stuff. A person will easily say somebody a man of God. They throw that out like it's nothing. Yeah, easily. Even when they throw it on me. Oh, you're, but you're a man of God. According to who? The first Adam or the second one? Yeah. That's why I'm going to ask people now. We're married. According to what? Adam and Eve? Or Jesus and us? Right. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, what type of marriage is that? He's, he gave a commandment. He said, love your wives like Christ loved the church. The church. Yeah. He didn't say love your wives like Adam loved Eve. No. Nah. We know that was off. Yeah. That's natural body stuff. Yeah. It was off. They was they were one. They were as one as one could be because she came from him. Yeah. But they were not one at the same time. Right. Because <laughs> they weren't one in the what for spirit. When you look at your wife and you like, we gotta get this family together. What is popping in your head when it comes to that? It's always just physical representations and stuff. It's the talk. It's the talk. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. we we like we need to say about these finances. We need to be more communicative. I even realized that that I got caught. I had to be careful because I would be sharing and encouraging you guys in the flesh. Yeah, not in the things. spirit. Yeah. So I'm looking and I'm trying to be proactive yeah. about, you know, how you guys let play out this marriage thing. So that it's glorifying God. And I'm like, hey, guys, when you do your finances, y'all need to communicate one another. Guy, guy was like, Forrest, do you really think that was the problem? No. Do you really think that, that that's going to seal them in mm. my intention? No. Or is that just going to seal them in yours? Like, do you understand what you're doing? What you're trying to play out? It's, it's, it, it has to be spirit. Help people as a minister. This God ministering to me has how I can be a better minister. He said, you have to get people to a place where they are trying to be God's intention from the flesh to the spirit. Yeah. Not our intentions of how we think God is intended us to be. Right. According to what? First Adam mentality. See a little boy and he's effeminate. We like you gotta get you somebody needs to spend some time with that boy. Yeah, they automatically is We see it we don't we, we don't see that boy who's not effeminate. Do you understand? Who's consumed with sex, who's consumed with pornography, who can't understand how to engage with women beyond seeing them as sexual beings. 
Nobody understand that that the young man that I was. And I was going to save some of this stuff for my repression episode because we're going to talk about what we repress and how to be free from the things we repress. But from my youngest engagements with sex, whether it be, uh, you know, pornography or magazines yeah. or even engagements with women, they always were unhealthy. Yeah. So I have all of these physical experiences connected to all of these spiritual deficiencies. Right. And then I'm trying to, as a man of God, engage with physical beings, physical women, without the tainted spirit oh, yeah. of those things. Now, I understand that our spirits are tainted before we even had those engagements. But what I'm telling you is, is that you start to feel a way when every time you engage with something, it's from a certain perspective. It's a certain poison. That frustrates me me as a man of God who really wants to be a man of God. Yeah. So I didn't settle with that. I'm like, I want to engage in a way that pleases him. And God has let me know how to do that. Is the number one, love people. Mm-hmm. Spirit first. That's the key. But how can you love them spirit first if you are drawn to them by flesh first? How can you love them spirit first if you can't see beyond flesh? And that's men not being honest. Yeah. You can say all day, yo, I'm, what drew me to you is because you were a woman of God. Bro, bro, if you was drawn to her because she was a woman of God, the way that you approached her would have been different. Absolutely. It's one of the things Your intentions I've noticed. for her. Yeah, the intentions is big because if you feel like she's a woman of God, you, you want to keep her as such. You want to encourage that. Like, I'm not going to, like, go to the Warriors. I say, the Warriors is a championship team, and I go to their team, and, and I want them to lose. If I see that you love God, <laughs> do you get what I'm saying? If I see that you love God in such an intense way, yeah. I, I don't even want to interrupt that. Yeah. I would just want to be a part of your life to encourage that. But I wouldn't, to try to manipulate it or try to subvert it, to turn your eyes from him to me? It's a thrill in that for men. <sighs> I, I mean, I go to the gym all the time. It's and, and poison. That's the, and that's the, that's the thrill. Most, I mean, some thrills are, are, are married women, and a lot of thrills are just the fact that men don't like to hear the word no. So I'm going to keep it a, a thousand right now. Like, I feel like some Christians, like, they just like God being in on their dirt. Like, they fetishize God. Yeah. Like to know that he's watching makes it an extra bit of naughty. Yeah. It does. <laughs> you know like, what I'm yeah, it does. They're like, yo, do you know right now God is watching us? He's watching. I don't care, girl. <laughs> <laughs> but I love you so much I'm willing to risk it all. Like it's it's a sickness there. Yeah, absolutely. It's a sickness when we include God in on our mess. And we don't see it as abominable like homosexuality because we don't we we just see it as this is how it's meant to be. Yeah. As Usher said, this is what it's made for. Yeah, we just ain't tied to knot. <laughs> we just ain't tied to knot, but you did tie the knot around your neck. Yeah. That's the thing. Like people don't understand that because we operate in only our intentions and we only make sure that it's reflective of first Adam intentions. We don't see how we are far away from God. Yeah. 
You think just because you put a ring on it that you have God's blessing. You don't. What has God's blessing is his will. And when you walk in his will, you have the favor of God. God has not blessed a marriage that is not in his will. How do you know what's in his will? I don't. I'm challenging y'all today to let you know the same way you are very adamant. You don't say, how do they, how do we know that gays are not supposed to be uh, in God's design? You don't say that. You're very adamant. Yeah. It's very black and white. Right. But then when we get to your life, it's very gray. Yeah. You want to say, how do we know who's right or wrong? How do we know who's meant for me and who's not? How do we know who's righteous and who's not? I watch. I be sitting there like, you know, when somebody say God sent him, like three weeks later, they like, man. And if a woman came, (laughs) do you know what I'm saying? Uh If a woman showed up to another woman and said, God sent me, she'd be like, no, you didn't. No, he didn't. I'm strictly men. He did not send you. We not realizing it. Only half the time we saying something, God did something is because it matches our desire. It fits our intention. You don't see these a 500 pound man walk up to a woman and say, God sent me to you. Nah, that's not what they're doing. She, she's not going to respond like, this is a man of God. God sent him my way. No, this dude muscular. You know what I'm saying? He got the beard. He got the look. It fits your desire. And we just try to tie it in. We fill in the blanks from there. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Like church people don't know how dastardly abominable we are. Because, because <laughs> you, you you can't get to a destination by joining two two uh di- two different directions. Yeah. You can't take some of God's direction, like the first half of God's directions, and then add your own, because it's not going to get you to the same destination. Bro, like, let me put it this way. You just hit hit right to the next scripture. First Corinthians two fourteen says, "But the natural man receiveth not the things of the Spirit of God. The natural man receiveth not the things of the Spirit of God, for they are foolishness unto him. Neither can he know them, because they are spiritually discerned. The first Adam will never understand the last one. Absolutely, he can't." The first Adam needs the last one to help him. Yeah. You can't understand him thinking you are okay. The first Adam needs the last. We need God. We Mm. need his spirit. You cannot articulate spirit through flesh. You need spirit to articulate spirit. Yeah. I need God to articulate God back to him. Nobody knows Nobody knows But I love the fact that Nobody knows But yet we know about homosexuals That's why I keep going back to it Yeah Nobody knows What you're going through Nobody knows the heart in which you married your wife Nobody knows the heart in which you engaged with her Yeah Nobody knows We can't look at it and deem it So you better know Right Everybody in out in this podcast world better be asking yourself: Am I thinking and moving in first Adam mentality, or am I thinking and moving in last Adam mentality? Am I operating in the spirit in everything you do? 
Is it spirit led? Do you need to understand what spirit led means, Phil? When people say spirit led, they think it's a voice telling them just GPS directions like turn left and you will find a baddie. That baddie is yours. Marry her within six months. That's not the Holy Spirit. No, it's not. Apply for this job. When you apply, you'll get it. Ask for this much money. You ask four hundred thousand, you'll get it. Yes, I know you only deserve fifty k. <laughs> That's not the Holy Spirit. To be spirit led is to have the Spirit's intention in your life. That's the bar. Yeah. To be spirit led is to have the Spirit's intention in your, in life. your life. We expect. We don't even want the best for homosexuals. Nah. We don't want the spirit's intention for their life. We just want them to stop doing what we don't want them to do. We just want our intentions for their life based on what we see as naturally wrong. Wrong. And we don't want it to affect our kids or yeah. certain things. Because it's right, selfish intention about. We about, protect our kids <laughs> from homosexuality more than we protect our kids from Disney. Yeah. And don't even understand that Disney is just as abominable. Yeah. We protect our children from everything but YouTube. It goes down. That's crazy. Like, I see kids, they sit and watch people play with toys. Do you want that toy? No, I don't even want it. I just want to watch somebody open it up. My nephew... I, I, I was showing him a game And he was like Yeah this happens And this happens I'm like oh you played it No I watched somebody Play through the whole game It's on a different level So you don't Do you want to play it Nah I don't want to play I just think it's cool Like to watch it Do you get where we going Yeah Do you get where we going Like we don't even understand Like it's playing out Right before our eyes it's, It really is It's like Nobody is actually understanding. We're preparing people for things like envy. Right. We're preparing people for things like coveting. Oh, it exists. And it's getting worse and worse. Instagram, social media, YouTube. We just build it up. We strengthen it. We always dealt with envy. I dealt with envy. I go to school, see all the kids had the nicest clothes. I come home from school and be mad about it. Like, why can't I have those clothes? It's on steroids now. It's on steroids Because you can't run from it At least when I was home All of us had bummy sneakers Yeah For the summer times Like you don't even think about that stuff Because we all bummy sneakers We all taking our jeans And cutting them into shorts For the summertime Yeah You know what I'm saying We all live in a certain way It's just until you get around other people And it's not You can't run from it now These kids are inundated with it They grow up From the womb Desiring Yeah Consumed And we don't think Nothing wrong with it Because as long as They don't It don't play out In a physical way We think they okay We don't realize That we're setting them up To spiritually be Far from God's intention It's dangerous No it's real dangerous I, I mean Just as a minister I'm overwhelmed I can only imagine What it's like to be a parent To be To, to, to be, not be Vigilant to your child's spirit Yeah To only be concerned That they don't articulate In a physical way Do you know what I'm saying Some, so That's why it's the whole thing About coming out the closet Is interesting Do you know what I'm saying Because actually 
for the church, they don't even want you to be free. They just want you to stay in the closet. Yeah. Cause it, Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah, it, it makes you stay it, in it the makes, closet. It makes the you know, whole thing look look all the more better. It makes it just the church is. The, I'm telling you, the, this is how the, God said He's coming back for a church without a spot or a wrinkle, and we're cleaning the church by putting everything in the closet. In the closet, like He ain't going to check it. Like He's not going to check. He only concerned about the living room, guys. Let's get this living room clean. You know, one of our siblings, they they would clean. You ain't about to find nothing. But you ain't about to find nothing. <laughs> you ain't gonna know where nothing is. <laughs> no remotes. You ain't gonna know where nothing is. Car like, keys. Yeah, you clean, but where did you put everything? <laughs> and then you just go in a closet. Everything's just stacked. <laughs> you got to pull everything out because these things had a place. Yeah. But you so focus on being clean to the eye. Yeah. You don't know what clean really mean in the spirit. We don't know. We just, uh, we don't care. We don't care. We missing it. Look, there's another scripture here. First Peter 2 and 5 says, Ye also, as lively stones are built up a spiritual house. Peter's telling us, he said, God is building a spiritual house, a holy priesthood to offer up spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God by Jesus Christ. No physical in no that. No physical in that. He's expecting a spiritual thing to be offered to him. For a spiritual thing. For a spiritual thing. Where's y'all spirit stuff? Y'all offering up a marriage. So you, you watch some of these weddings, boy, and these people, they just be like, they jump in brooms, they riding jump in ropes, they riding on elephants. <laughs> and then they, the, the minister will say, officiating, and he's like, before the eyes of God, do you... What? Before the eyes of God, what? Is this a spiritual sacrifice to God? Or is it just physical? Do you get what I'm saying? Like singles, y'all out here still burning goats. Thinking that's what God wants. We're courting. <laughs> we're courting. We're 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 not we don't talk on the phone after eleven. <laughs> You get what I'm saying? Like we, we we make sure we don't even really leave ourselves alone. The lights are always on when we're around. There's other people around us. What are you doing? You burning goats, bulls, yeah. and goats still. You still moving in a very physical way and offering a physical sacrifice. God, like yeah, y'all sitting on opposite sides of the room, <laughs> but where y'all hearts at? In the back room. Yeah. Yeah, you brought them to mama and daddy. You know what I'm saying? But what you presented to mama and daddy at the cookout ain't what God see. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is this show, uh, Big Brother. And on Big Brother, this girl was, uh, she was sleeping with this guy. And they he got kicked off the show and they t the producers took him to the girl's family house mm -hmm. and the father was like you know i could so i can watch the show now that he not on it and his wife and his daughters was like yeah you can watch it now because they didn't want him to see his daughter sleeping with this dude wow do you know what i'm saying like they we protect 
our loved ones yeah. from what we truly are, but we can't protect ourselves from our first love. Right. He, he has to watch all of it. He is watching all of it. He has to endure that. And nobody cares how God feels. Y'all want to pontificate and expound about how God feels about homosexuals. I can't imagine sleeping with another man. This is the stuff you hear. But bro, let me ask you this, pastor. I hate a gay. What can you imagine yourself doing? Right. And whatever you imagine yourself doing, bro, what do you imagine God thinks of that? I, I don't know, man. No, you know what I'm saying? I don't know. I don't know. I just know <laughs> they, people get real sick in their stomach when it's two men. They get real sick in their stomach when them lesbians be looking real manly. Yeah. But, but they don't get so sick in their stomach when it's two people look like Holly two, Barry kissing each other. Oh, nah. They get, <laughs> they get happy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Happy feet. <laughs> it's unnatural over here when it's, when it's drag queens and trannies. And I know that's not the correct term, transsexuals, whatever. They but but when it's two lipstick lesbians, do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, they they popcorn. You know what I'm saying? Like, look at that mess, but you ain't stop looking. (laughs) Look at it. (laughs) The audacity is like how men getting slick these days. They they know they want to see a woman, but so they flip it on their wife. Be like, look at her. Look how she dressed. Just so they can look. Just so they can look. <laughs> it's fake outrage. Yes, yeah, it's, it's definitely fake outrage. It's fake outrage. Y'all don't even know y'all fake outrage. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, let me help y'all out. Discuss is not the same as discernment. Yeah. Some of y'all are not discerning the truth of God. You just disgusted of the truth of men. Just because something disgusts you doesn't mean it's wrong. You need to know why it's wrong. Yeah, the exact reason. You don't even know why it's wrong. We still on it's wrong because it's not the way God intended. You don't even know what God intended. Yeah, because you don't even know him. Because you ain't even walking his intention. Yeah. As we uh, close this out, episode 79. Yeah, 79. Romans 6 and 6 says, For to be carnally minded is death. But to be spiritually minded is life and peace. I realize that I want life and peace in my life. I want to operate in life and peace. And I realize that I want life and peace for my brother's marriage. I want life and peace for his life. I realize as a single man, I want life and peace. I Mm. want to get caught up in a bunch of foolishness. I want things that produce a life Mm -hmm. that take me from this life to the next. I want things that don't produce chaos in my life. I want things that produce peace in my life. In order for me to do that, I would have to not follow the first Adam. Right. All you could do is read Genesis. If you follow the first Adam, things didn't end in life and peace. No. They didn't. Do you get what I'm saying? Like, they didn't. But in order to have life and peace, I got to follow the last Adam. Yeah. The second Adam, I got to follow him to the T. See, the second Adam, if he was in the first Adam's position, he would not have been as committed or as following of his wife. 
Because we look at Jesus and they said, your mother and your brother outside. And he said, my mother and my brother is those that do the will of God. Yeah. <laughs> he said, let's start this off top. So I can only imagine how he would have been if Eve was like, take a bite of his apple. He'd be like, you my wife, but you not right now. Because to be my wife, you would have to follow the will of God. What did God tell us? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's so deep, bro. It's so deep. Like, I almost feel like that I didn't do it justice. Nah, no, we did. It's very informative because a lot of people, it sparks a lot of thinking. Even when we talked briefly last night, it sparked a lot of thinking for me because we are focused on the natural because we that's all we see. That's all we see. And sometimes we got to realize we only feel like it's right as long as it look right. But we only ain't using the right eyes. Right. We ain't using the right eyes. If I go off what people see, I'm that dude, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> Do you get what I'm saying? Like, but I'm telling y'all now on this broadcast, I'm not that dude. Yeah. I'm not because I'm not going by my eyes no more. So when I look through God's intention, his blueprints, man, they're crazy for my life. Right. I got a lot of building to do because his blueprints are extravagant. Right. His thoughts towards me are amazing. But they, his thoughts towards me are not my thoughts towards myself. So that's a problem. Man. Episode 79. I don't know what I'm gonna call this. Oh, I, what, what should we call it? I don't know. It's, it's we talk a lot, a lot about yeah. gay stuff, but I mean, but not in the sense that I would I would say that this it's a gay <laughs> podcast. I, I don't know, man. I say in the in the vein of Aretha Franklin. Mm-hmm. It's not okay to just feel like a natural woman. Right. <laughs> <laughs> she she said, you make me feel like a natural woman. I know she didn't originally sing the song. I think it was Carol King. But yeah, she made it famous. And uh yeah, I, I'm a little tired of being natural. Yeah. You know what I mean? I know we live in a day and time where everybody's hype on going natural. Organic. So natural. that's what we're gonna call it. Going supernatural. Going supernatural. <laughs> that's yeah, I like that. I like that a lot. <laughs> Episode seventy nine, going supernatural. I'm Forrest Hall. You can follow me at, at FSH three eleven or no, it's, that's that's an old one. At FSH music. Or you can follow at Real Church Matters. Phil, where can I get you? Uh Philip Hall <laughs> underscore the pro. I'm on Instagram. Check it out. Yeah, and what about Oh, the hall built. Is, yeah. Yeah, it's do renovations and design. <laughs> yeah. Just just a, a skilled carpenter. Like Jesus. Like Jesus. There you go. And uh yeah, at AOTA is my other thing. I wear many hats, but uh, you know, this is my bag right here. <laughs> in your bag. <laughs> I wouldn't I'd rather be in this bag than chasing a bag. Yeah. So I, I, this is this is me. If people want to know who I am, I, I do want. I don't care about being defined as a business owner, uh-huh. but being about my father's business. Right. That's the important part. That's the important part. Episode seventy nine. 
going supernatural. God bless.